morning. Good morning. And welcome to Groveport United Methodist Church. My name is Mark Salva, and I will be your worship guide today. Uh, I just want to extend a, a happy early Thanksgiving to everyone. Hope you have lots of fun with family, friends, and especially eating all that pumpkin pie. <laughs> but I also want to give a shout out to uh, my daughter, Cassie. She'll probably embarrass now, but tomorrow's her 21st birthday, and I just want to wish her a very happy birthday. I have just a few announcements. Uh, we are doing a coat collection. Uh, we are collecting winter coats for children and adults, all sizes. Coats can be new or gently used, but clean. Deadline is December 10th, and collection bins are located at each greeter station here right inside the church. And today is our potluck. So if you're hungry after church, everyone is welcome to join us today for our thankful potluck. Please bring in some great fellowship. So there'll be food downstairs in the fellowship hall. If you're hungry afterwards, come on down. And then some uh, shout outs to the, the homeless veterans of Columbus. Want to thank our church for all the men's closing donations last week. And the trustees also want to thank all those who participated in the church cleanup day. Also appreciated goes to all who helped with the food pantry. And this year again, we are going to do our Christmas card exchange. We haven't done it for a few. And uh, what this is, is you can bring your Christmas cards, if you want to give Christmas cards, to every person here in church. Instead of wasting postage at the post office, because that can get pretty expensive, We'll have bins in, um, that you can put the cards in, and then people's names, they, someone else will come back and sort them, you know, alphabetically in, in your last name. And then every Sunday at church, you can come and check that envelope and see if there's some cards in there. And who knows, maybe Santa will leave you something. And also, uh, if you would like a new GMC uh, shirt or sweatshirt or whatever, please use the online site listed in the bulletin. Orders can be placed now through November 27th. These make great gifts. And Jen told me that today, if you want to try on a shirt or a sweatshirt, uh, go back there today and you can try it on so you get the right size because she will not be here next Sunday. So if you know you gain a few pounds after Thanksgiving, you might want to get one that's a little bit bigger. And then uh, also we still have some um, hymnals back there. If you want one of the church old hymnals, uh, they're back there in the back of the church. And you can take one or more or you can take a whole box, whatever you want. But uh, after that soon, uh, they will be do donated. And, um, and then, of course, we remind you to uh, record your attendance on the blue card. Please join me in the breakthrough prayer. Amazing God, we pray that through the Holy Spirit, your preferred future for Groveport United Methodist Church will be made clear to us. Give us the courage we need to follow you wherever you may take us. We ask that you bind us together in love so that we can bring the good news of Jesus Christ to our friends, family, and community. Open our eyes so that we may see the amazing things you're already doing among us. Amen. Please quiet your hearts for the prelude in the lighting of the altar candles.
Let us read responsibly the call to worship. Praise God, the giver of life. Praise God, who blesses our world. Praise God, who heals our wounds. Praise God, who cares for our needs. Praise God, the giver and maker of all. You may be seated. Please join us in the next hymn, Give Thanks. Mark looked at me funny. He skipped the hymn. We don't skip hymns here. Hey, it only shows one in <laughs> Proverbs chapter 11, 24 through 25. One person gives freely, yet gains even more. Another withholds unduly, but becomes to poverty. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes, others will be refreshed. Let us read together the profession, prayer of confession creator of life and giver of all that we have. Thank you for your amazing grace and your abundant love. When we reject your many gifts, forgive us. Open our lives once more to your generosity. When we neglect to give us generously as we have received, forgive our selfishness. Draw us back to the generous love that first drew us into the mystery of your love and the marvels of your world. When we forget to give thanks, forgive us. Turn our thoughts back to you with joy and thanksgiving. 
In your grace and love, we pray. Amen. Now some words of assurance. Children of God, look up and give thanks for healing and forgiveness. Your faith has made you well. This morning, my privilege to introduce to you three individuals who have come for membership here at Groveport United Methodist. So I'd like to ask at this time for uh, Susan and Odell and uh, Stephen to come forward. Family of God, I present to you Odell and Susan and Stephen for church membership. On behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? If so, answer, I do. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? If so, answer, I do. And do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in his grace, and promise to serve him as your Lord in union with the church, which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races, if so, answer, I do. And according to the grace given to you, will you remain faithful members of Christ's holy church and serve as Christ's representatives in the world? If so, answer, I will. Now to you, the body of Christ, the church. Reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ. If so, answer, we do. We do. Where you nurture one another in the Christian faith and life and include these persons now before you in your care. With God's help, we will proclaim the good news and live according. Actually, join, join with me. With God's help, we will proclaim the good news and live according to the example of Christ. We will surround these persons with a community of love and forgiveness that they may grow in their trust of God and be found faithful in their service to others. We will pray for them that they may be true disciples who walk in the way that leads to life. As members of Christ Universal Church, I ask you three, will you be loyal to Christ through the United Methodist Church and do all in your power to strengthen its ministries? If so, answer, I will. And as members of this congregation, will you faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness? If so, answer, I will. Members of the household of God, I commend these persons to your loving care. 
Do all in your power to increase their faith, confirm their hope, and perfect them in love. Join with me now as we welcome them. We give thanks for all that God has already given you, and we welcome you in Christian love to Groveport United Methodist Church. As members together with you in the body of Christ, and in this congregation of the United Methodist Church, we renew our covenant faithfully to participate in the ministries of the church by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness, that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. May the God of all grace, who has called us to eternal glory in Christ, establish you and strengthen you, that you may live in grace and peace all the days of your life. Amen. Well, let's welcome Steve, Odell, and Susan to Groveport United Methodist Church. And um, I'll have you guys t turn around real quick so everybody can see your shining faces. Um, Susan and Odell uh, have uh, uh, graciously agreed to lead our missions committee. Uh, and so, yeah. I know, and they, and they didn't run away or anything, you know? Uh, of course, they, they may never answer the phone when I call them again, but so um, uh, if you have any ideas for missions, any, any, um, anything that God has laid on your heart that you would love to see us do uh, in, in a way of, of helping those through the name of Christ in our community, in our world, uh, be sure to come see Susan and Odell. Uh, they'll, of course, be here uh, after church uh, at our potluck, so uh, they would love to talk with you about mission. So, again, let's welcome uh, all three to our church family. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. And now is time in which we can join together as the body of Christ and, and come before the Lord with our, our joys and our concerns. Let us now be in a time and an attitude of prayer.
enter this time of prayer. If you feel led by the Lord to come forward and, and to kneel at the rail, I invite you to do so as we pray together for ourselves, for our church, for our world. Let us pray. Before you, Lord, we bow in thanks. The harvest is gathered. Our cupboards are full. Our homes are warm. Our beds are soft. For such abundance, some people would weep with joy. We are no more deserving than they, for we are sinners all. But even so, it is to us that you have entrusted this plenty. We praise and thank you for your generosity, for your security of hearth and home, and for the privileges, freedoms, and opportunities we enjoy. Remind us daily that what we have is on loan from you. Lord, we ask that you do not permit us to harden our hearts against those who crave just a little of what we so easily take for granted. Inspire us to be the first to share when we happen upon a person in need. You tell us plainly that whatever we do to one of the least important people we meet, it is as if we have done it to you. Let us see your face in the face of those in need. We ask on this week of Thanksgiving that you open our hearts so that we may open our cupboards, our closets, and our checkbooks to the generous impulses of your spirit. Lord, this holiday week, we remember those who are grieving. especially remember the Cassidy and the, the Cisco families who lost Becky's father last week. We also remember the family of Susie Patterson who, who passed away after a short battle with cancer. Lord, for all of those who grieve this holiday season, raise them to you for your care. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we lift to you Joyce, who will be having a stem cell transplant tomorrow. Please keep her and Don in your prayers. Lord, in your mercy. And Lord, we raise to you Susie, who will be having knee replacement on the 21st. Lord, in your mercy. And Lord, we pray for those who are grieving the loss of a fourth grader in Pickerington who 
passed away recently. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we, we ask that you keep Brittany and her children in your care and, and help them through this difficult time. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we ask that you be with Adam and Lisa and Pam who recently had a death in their family. And we ask for your caring hand to be upon them. Lord, in your mercy. And Lord, we pray for David's uncle Bill who broke his hip. Lord, in your mercy. We raise to you Lisa's mother-in-law, who has bone cancer, as well as all of those who are currently undergoing cancer treatments, Doris and Tom, Rita, Bruce, and Cheryl, and Susan, and Betty, and Lori. Trend. Help their treatments to be effective and side effects mild. Lord, in your mercy. And Lord, we we pray for those who are recovering from surgery. Surgery. Leanna and Paul and Gary and Kenny and Bart. Allow your healing hand to rest upon each of them. Lord, in your mercy. And Lord, we lift to you all of those who are having issues with mental health, finding stable places to live, and, and issues with finances. We know that you are the solution to all of our issues. Lord, in your mercy. And Lord, we ask for peace in the world, especially in the areas of Israel and, and Liberia. Lord, in your mercy. Lord, we thank you for all that you have given us. But most especially, we thank you for Jesus, our Lord and our Savior, and the one who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. change up. Uh, instead of having children's moments right now, we are going to have our offering. And there's three ways you can give. 
You can give it via the Ezekiel app. You can give on the church website. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and send it in the mail. Will the ushers please come forward? I think we told everyone but the children we were changing. (laughs) That's because some of the people in the choir are singing, and we don't want them running around all by themselves. (laughs) They might like that.
generous, loving one, receive these gifts. May they be symbols of your generous love for all creation. Bless these gifts and those who give them, that all may become blessings to your world and signs of your glory. In your glory and grace we pray, amen. You may be seated. Would the children like to come up for our children's time? what I found up there where I'm sitting. Stickers! Aren't these super cool? They're heart stickers. They're pretty cool. Look, I can decorate myself. And what? I can put them up here. I can put them everywhere. These are pretty Would you guys like a sticker? No, they're my stickers. You can't have a sticker. Do you want a sticker now? Yeah. No, you can't have a sticker. They're my stickers. They're all my stickers. Every single one of them. What do you think? Do you like it? Wait a minute. Did somebody say these are, these are the church's stickers? Isn't that right? You mean these belong to Jesus? Yeah. Oh, no. So if, if Jesus gave me these stickers, do you think he wants me to keep them all? No. no. Well, what do you think he wants me to do? Share? Yeah. Do you know how much I'm going to want these off my glasses here in a couple of minutes? Trust me, not as much as you're going to want them off. <laughs> oh, so you think I should probably maybe share one with you? Yes. Maybe share one with you. Yes. Stick one right there. How's that? Robert, do you want one? I'll stick one with you. All right, hold your hand up. Oh, hold on. I'll put it right here. Put it in his hair. Put it in his hair. Oh, here. Put, put it on your hand. Yeah. See, Jesus provided these stickers. Just like Jesus provides everything we have, right? God gives us everything we have and wants us to be, to share with others, right? And it doesn't matter if it's stickers or if it's money or whatever we have, we are to share with others. So remember that as we celebrate Thanksgiving 
that it's all about God gives us everything and we need to share and not just keep everything for ourselves, okay? Uh, all right, so are you guys all ready for Thanksgiving this week? All right, remember, it's all about sharing what God gave us. So, oh, no, not really. All right, let's pray. Dear God, we ask that you be with these young folks during this upcoming Thanksgiving season and help remind all of us that you provide everything we have from stickers to our financial means and that we are, are, are just stewards of everything and you want us to share just a little bit of what we have because I still have all of these stickers left yet I shared with all of my friends and that is the way it is with everything you give us. So thank you, Lord, uh, for these young folks and help each and every one to have a great Thanksgiving. Amen. All right, you guys can head off to a junior church, and I'll try to get these off my glasses. Right, have a good holiday. Oh, good. The second scripture reading is from 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 14. Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to bless and abundantly so that all the things at all times have all that you need. You will abound in every good work. As it is written, they have freely scattered their gifts to the poor. Their righteousness endures forever. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and through your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. This service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of the Lord's people but it also overflowingly in many expressions of thanks to God. Because of the service by which you have provided yourselves, others will praise God for the obedience that accompanies your confession of the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and with everyone else. And in their prayers for, your, for you, their hearts will go out to you because of the, of the surpassing grace God has given you. This is the word of the Lord. Let us pray. Lord, as your scriptures was read and proclaimed this day, 
We ask that by the power of your Holy Spirit, that our hearts, our minds, and our very lives may be transformed by your Holy Word. Thank you for your gift of Scripture, we pray. Amen. Well, this is, of course, Thanksgiving week, which means that I have to begin the sermon with the traditional Thanksgiving jokes. So, which side of a turkey has more feathers? Which side of a turkey has more feathers? Anybody? The outside. They don't get any better. Yeah. How does a turkey travel? How does a turkey travel? By gravy train. How did the farmer, or why did the farmer, have to separate the chicken and the turkey? He sensed foul play. Yeah, I'll be here all week, a matinee on Sunday. So, you know, Thanksgiving is just a few days away, and it is a time for being with those that we love and more importantly, for remembering the many, many blessings we have. I love this quote from Norman Vincent Peale. He says, the more you practice the art of thankfulness, the more you have to be thankful for. Think about all of the things you have to be thankful for this year. Now, it doesn't mean that you didn't have a year that saw hard times. But there are still things to be thankful for. You know, we live in a land of great abundance. We really do. And I don't know about you, but I often take for granted the abundance of where I live. Pew Research did a study recently, and they found this. They found that nine in 10 Americans had a standard of living that was above the global middle income standard. Nine out of 10 Americans. That means a majority of Americans that we would consider living in poverty if you would put them in the world, they would be considered middle income. So I thought this was an interesting fact, so I did a little research, and I found out that I am the, what am I, the, the 433rd million richest person in the world. I bet you didn't know that. I bet you're thinking to yourself, I should have come to him a long time ago. I better change my, uh, my phone number, shouldn't I? Right? I am considered high income when compared to everyone in the world. So apparently you guys are paying me quite well. 
Think about that. I am considered high income. I have a lot to be thankful for. But sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'm not. Thanksgiving is a time to be thankful. And it's also a time to think about generosity. Isn't it? It's a time to think about generosity. We have been looking at the practices of fruitful churches over the last few weeks. And we've, we've looked at how things such as spirit-filled evangelism, passionate worship, intentional faith development, hospitality, and risk-taking mission and service all help to make a church fruitful. But there's one more thing that we haven't talked about that is just as important as these other areas of church life, and that is extravagant generosity, especially in the area of financial and, and other types of giving. Extravagant generosity is defined as the lavish sharing, sacrifice, and giving in service to God and neighbor. But I have to admit that I'm not always the most extravagant, generous person. And really, I think there's two voices that, that, that speak in my head that hinder my generosity. First is the voice of fear. The voice that says, if I'm really as generous as God is calling me to be, I won't have enough. Now, that's kind of silly if you've ever seen my basement. I don't suspect any of you have ever seen my basement. And that's because you've been blessed. <laughs> but I have a lot of stuff in my basement that I don't need. And I have moved this stuff, some of this stuff, for years from house to house as I've moved. I still have a VCR TV combo. <laughs> Those weren't cool when I bought it in 1999. But I thought that whole DVD thing is going to run its course. Yeah, I was wrong. I was so wrong. Of course, I was also the, the, the one who thought streaming movies? Who would ever do that? But We'll move on. Another voice, other than the voice of fear, is the voice of desire. And that is, I want more stuff. Oh my goodness. Am I the only one who is not looking forward to this coming Friday? Black Friday. The ultimate expression of I want more stuff. How many of you plan on going shopping on Black Friday? Any of you? Have any of you gone Black? You know, I always say, I'm sure Jesus is sitting here going, you know what? Just what I wanted for my birthday. You hitting somebody else at Walmart over a cheap TV. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I, had, I, I decided to go shopping a couple years ago on Black Friday just to see what it was all about. It was terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Your friends and neighbors all gathered around, and then it becomes like a feeding frenzy. 
I mean, they bring out those like uh, pallets at Walmart of, of whatever kind of electronic gizmo that they're selling for, for uh, a, a already a marked up price, but they put a Sarah sign so you think it's cheaper, and then there's people pushing each other out of the way. I, I mean, I literally saw an argument over a thermos. A thermos. Who wants a thermos for Christmas? But these two people were arguing over it. Americans live in an extraordinarily materialistic and consumerist society. We do. We, we are immersed in a culture that, that feeds the appetite for more and bigger, and that fosters the myth that self-worth is found in material wealth and the happiness, and happiness is found in possessing. That's why we don't like talking about money, right? We don't like talking about money, because in our minds, we equate people's worth with how much money they have often. And it's true. We often do. We equate a person's, sometimes a person's moral value by how much money they have or don't have. But my friends, everything we have is a gift from God, and we are to be stewards of it. And I always have to remind myself that. I had to remind myself of, of, of that uh, just this past week when I decided for some odd reason I needed to buy myself a brand new drill press for my basement. Why do I need a new drill press? I'm not a machinist. But I decided I needed to be able to, to, to drill new holes and it was on sale. So heaven help you, you better buy it because it's on sale. It's only $5.99 instead of $6.99. Well, that's a deal right there. We're all victim of that, though, from time to time, aren't we? We are. So how can we get a hold of that? Well, Part of the way that, that we can, 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 can gain a hold of, 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 of using God's resources in, in a responsible way is by being generous with what God has given us. And the Bible is pretty clear about this. It, it, the, the Bible, over and over, in both the Old and the New Testament, talks about how God has given us everything. And we are but stewards of of, of what we have been given, and that God wants us to use a portion of what we have been given for uh, his work. Now, the, the Bible refers to this by the term tithing. Uh, and real quick, I'm gonna, gonna, gonna share with you just a, a little bit about what that means. Uh, so let's take these apples as an example of Everything I have, all right? There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's 10 apples here, all right? And what God says is that all of this belongs to him. But I can use 
nine of these apples for whatever I want to use them for. So this apple here, I can use to pay my bills. This apple here, I can, well, these two apples I can use to go to the grocery store. <laughs> and it's going to take a whole apple in and of itself just to get some gas nowadays, right? And I want a new car. Well, that, that might take these three. Right? But I can use these in any way I want. It's this one apple that God says I am to use for the furtherance of God's work here on earth. I'm to set this aside and I am to be generous with this one tenth. I am to, to, to give this to, to God's church and to his people to, to, to use to, uh, to help further his church, to help spread the gospel, to help feed the hungry, clothe the naked. That's what I'm supposed to do with this one tenth. But if you're anything like me, this is what happens when I look at this and, and I think I got all these apples. Well, there's still some more things I want. So what am I going to do with this apple? Well, you know, it's just sitting here, and God, God's pretty awesome. God wouldn't care if I just took a little bit of this apple, right? I hear Terry going, don't cut your finger. <laughs> it's okay, we just paid our insurance. All right. So, be like, well, hmm. Whoops, that's okay. God made dirt, dirt, dirt don't hurt, right? So, got this little bit here. And, well, if I'm already doing it, God really, really also wants me to be able to drill a straight hole. So, I'll just use some of that money to buy that drill press. And then, well, you know... I really want to go out to eat tonight because I don't really like the food I bought at Kroger. Uh, so I'll just take a little bit out of here. And then, that's enough. Oh, wait, you know what? I just remembered Christmas is coming up and I want to buy myself something. I'll buy this here. And then, um, oh, you know what? Uh, my car has been paid off for a long, long time, but. I really want to buy a new car to impress people I don't know. Right? Have you ever thought about that? Spending a bunch of money to impress people with a car that you don't know. How weird that is. Because I want the guy at the traffic light next to me to go look at that. By the way, quick story. I actually beat a Lamborghini in my green, little green car once. True story. It's a guy in Grove City. Got himself a yellow Lamborghini. He drives at 20 miles an hour down Stringtown Road, and I went right by him. I took a video just to show people. I beat a Lamborghini. Now I'm in trouble. Um, and now I've got a little bit left, but you know what? Eh, God's not going to care. Hmm. Hmm. That's pretty tasty. And then, I'm like, what happened to all the money I was going to be generous with? Well, it's all gone. 
So the Bible talks about this. It talks about the need. And I told Terry this was going to happen. We talked about this before we started. I was like, you do know the Heimlich, right? <laughs> we talk about proportional giving. Um, and, 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 and what the Bible says is that by tithing or, or, or giving uh, based uh, upon a portion of, your, uh, of, 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 of what you have, it forces us to look at our earning and our saving and our spending through God's eyes and not our eyes. It causes us to be more reliant upon God instead of upon ourselves. So, my friends, when we think about Thanksgiving and, and, and being thankful for all we have and, and, and about giving in a generous way um, and, and living in a generous way, I like to think about people who have gone before us and who have been generous before us. Think about this. The stained glass windows that are on either side of our church that let the lights in. The reason they are there today is because somebody years ago was generous. The pew you sit in is here today because somebody was generous. The piano and the organ that Nancy plays is here because somebody was generous. Think about that. The carpet is here because somebody was generous. The fact that you have been told about Jesus Christ through this church or, or, or through another church is, is more than likely because somebody was generous and, and helped to fund that ministry, helped to fund this church or, 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 or whatever church where, where you discovered Jesus. We are all beneficiaries of those who have come before us and of their generosity. And so as we sit here a few days before Thanksgiving, I am reminded of this, and I ask myself question, is, is how can my generosity benefit those who will be coming after me? How are those who will be sitting where you are in years to come look back and think about about what they have and, 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 and the faith that they have and, and how it has come to them because of my generosity. Your generosity today pays benefits, not just today, but into the future. My friends, we are touched by the generosity of Christ. So much so that we as Christians are called to give generously so that others can also experience the truth of Christ for themselves. We owe the same to generations to come as have been given to us by generations in the past. So this morning, um, as we are finishing up the 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 Christian year, uh, believe it or not, we are just uh, two weeks away from the start of Advent, which is actually the new Christian year. Uh, we are going to spend just a couple of moments here um, filling out our 2024 estimate of giving card for next year. Uh, if you are a uh, member of the church or regular attender, you should have received a mailing uh, with this card in it. 
Um, if you didn't, we've got plenty of them in the back. And what this card is, is this is just a tool to help us think about our financial giving to the church for the next year. Now remember, this isn't a pledge card, uh, which means that we here at the church aren't looking and saying, huh, so-and-so said they're going to give this much a week, and they, they, they only gave this much. Nancy, give them a call. Find out what's going on. Nancy's going, oh, good, I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, 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 we don't do that, obviously. Uh, but, but what this is, is just a, a way for us to think through what we want to, to, to give, what God is calling us to give in a generous way. And, and it's a planning tool for ourselves uh, so we can figure out this apple deal and, and ha how we can, can, can arrange these apples so we don't take a big bite out of this apple and... and um, uh, and, and, and it's a way for the church to plan as well. Um, if you, uh, I'd say, if you've already turned your card into the offering plate, don't worry. We will grab those out of there uh, when we're done today. Know that, that no matter what you put on this card, uh, God is very proud of you, and God is very thankful, and we are very thankful uh, for no matter what amount you put on here. Um, and, and know that... Um, uh, this whole idea of tithing is a goal. It isn't a rule, okay? It's a goal. And that means that um, when there's a goal, you don't start off always meeting your goal, right? It's something to shoot for. So no matter where you are on the giving spectrum, if you're giving 1% of your income, if you're giving, you know, a half percent of your income, uh, 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 don't worry. But I want you to honor that by marking that stepping up toward tithing because you are giving towards tithing. You are working towards that goal. If you uh, um, have, have, have uh, moved up to tithing, I want you to mark that on your card. And, and so we, you can celebrate that, and we can celebrate that with you. And if you're already tithing, um, um, think about giving a little bit more, right? Generosity doesn't just stop at 10%. Um, and so, so mark that so we can celebrate that with you. Uh, but no matter where you are, I want you to, to think about taking a, a step beyond maybe where you are and to celebrate where you are because being generous is a part of being a Christian and it's a part of our lives that make us happy. Uh, it's a part of our lives that should bring joy because um, uh, re remember, you shouldn't give until it hurts. You should give until it feels good. Hmm? Hmm? That's that's true, right? You should give until it feels good. Giving should always make you feel good. In uh, our scripture reading this morning, the Apostle Paul is talking about a Sunday collection. <laughs> That's what he's talking about. And he is, is telling the Corinthians about a collection he's taking up for those in Jerusalem who are having tough times. And he is encouraging them. And he's encouraging them to give and to be happy about their giving. Not sad not compelled, right, but, but happy to be able to be gracious to 
others, okay? Um, so how we're going to do this is we're going to give you just a couple of minutes to fill this out. Again, if you've already tur turned it in, um, I, I know a few people have already turned it in the offering plate, and some people have already turned it in uh, to the church office. Um, um, if, if you've done that, you can just sit back and uh, listen to Nancy. She'll be playing here in, in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Nancy's like, oh, great, now I'm going to get nervous. They're going to be listening. Um, or uh, uh, for, for everyone else, I, I would invite you to, to, to prayerfully fill out your card. Again, if you didn't bring your card with you, there are plenty in the back, uh, back there by the bulletins. Um, and uh, when you are done, um, I will uh, have this. Um, trying to think of a good place to put this so uh, we, we don't all strain our backs. Um, I will uh, put this... Um, how about in the back on that table? And when you're done, you can just put it in that. And as we are filling out our cards, um, let us be in a attitude of prayer. Let us fill out our 2024 uh, SMD giving cards. And you can continue as you leave to um, put your pledge, pledge cards. They're not called pledge cards. What are they called? You can continue to put your cards in the trunk back there. We gather together. <laughs>
to remind everyone to be sure to stop downstairs. We are having food. Yeah. Woohoo! Woo and now, to the one who can keep you from falling, the one who gave of his son, go now and be thankful and gracious, just as God has been gracious to us. Amen.